Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am Vicki, and I am here, all of my lonesome here, to talk about current events. So, you know, teens and even us grown-ups can get so stressed out about the current events that we're following in the news. And for teens, because they have less life experience, sometimes it's hard to know how to handle it and how to manage themselves in their present lives in the face of all of the stressors going on in the world. And so I wanted to give a few tools that you can train your teens and maybe it'll help some of us moms too. So, all right. You know, in my work as a counselor, I, I get to talk to all kinds of different folks. And I know the last several years, you know, going through a pandemic and all the world events and all the national events have really stressed a lot of people out. And so we've, we've developed some tools that can help. So let's, let's go down a list of things that will help when the current events are just getting really stressful and uh, they help your teens and you cope better. So anyway, all right, let's say there's something really tough going on in the news and there usually is, and, uh, and often it's very serious. So there's something really, really tough going on in the news and your teen comes to you and just feels so anxious or overwhelmed about it. All right, so here, here are some things to do. First thing, this, this may sound cheesy to teenagers, but say, hey, well, the number one thing we can do right now, and it's not ridiculous, is to stop and pray about it. Because as we know, Second um, Chronicles 7, 14 says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and seek his face, God's face, and God will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. So, and then we have the, the responsibility, you know, in Timothy to pray for our, all men and for our leaders that we can all live quiet and peaceable lives. And so those are, you know, those are scriptures that are guidance to us. And so, you know, God wants us to pray about current events, the things that are stressful or the things that people need. So you can stop and say, okay, let's spend a minute or two each day and just say, hey, God, would you do some divine intervention in this situation or that situation? All right. So that's that's number one thing. All right. The next thing is to evaluate who is profiting from how you feel. And so the, the, the truth of the matter is, you know, like a lot of us these days get our initial news through social media. So whether it's, you know, Facebook or the kids are getting it on TikTok or down through the Twitter feed. And so somebody is profiting off of our attention to whatever this current event is. And so you watch and you go like, who's, who is making money off of my big feelings? And so like, you know, the, the news outlets, the influencers, you know, they get funding from advertisers and advertisers pay more for people who have more clicks, you know, and more time watched. And so very often during tense times, um, 
the influencers or the, the social media or the news outlets will start using very hyperbolic language. Um, you know, they, they use intense words, you know, like, like so-and-so is slammed or, um, you know, disaster. So words that just when we see the words, our blood pressure goes up. And that, so, you know, you know, when you see the big words, that somebody is making money selling ads on that. And so what you do is you imagine taking your emotions, you know, like, like it, imagine a ball of string and you've pulled a long piece of string out and that that's your big, big emotions. And you want to pull that string back into the ball and make it a small emotion. Like you can only think clearly if your emotions are smaller in this case. So you're not denying that things are happening out in the world, but you're not being manipulated by your emotions that you're getting by these hyperbolic words. And, and you know, if it's, it's a, um, a video or an audio version, then people use intense language and they, they have their, the nonverbals they're using are very stucco and grabs attention and causes a feeling of panic. So when we're releasing cortisol, in our brain, the stress hormone from hearing the big words or the staccato kinds of words, um, our, our brains start flooding with the cortisol, the stress hormone. And when that happens, our logic turns off and we can't think, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to manage? And instead, we're, we're going to do fight or flight. And uh, that's, you know, that for teens, you know, they, they feel anxious, they feel irritable for us grownups too. You know, we're likely to, um, you know, react according to the words that we are hearing rather than think logically and really what needs to be done next. And so to, the way to get that, that big feeling down really, really, really is to take a deep breath so when you feel that big feeling from seeing or hearing those things, teach your teens to stop and take a deep breath, breathe in through your nose and then purse your lips and breathe out nice and slow because that oxygen is going to turn off the cortisol, the stress hormone and help the body settle down and get the logic back online. You know, if you were running from a lion, you don't need to think things logically. You just need to do fight or flight. But if it's the news, you need to think logically. And so you need that. So we want to lower the cortisol. There's no lions. You just need to think and you need to pray. Does that make sense? And, and so when teens know that in this situation, um, their, they, their intense feelings, their anger, their despair, their anxiety, their panic is, is, in part manipulation by the, the, the media outlets or the influencers or the social media, like somebody's making money off of this, that they need in, instead to think clearly, they don't have to fund the, the influencer or the social media outlet. They don't need to fund that with their anger, their anxiety, their clicks or anything. They can breathe and keep their brains clear and, and then pray and see what they're supposed to do next. That's useful. All right. So we got that. We got some breathing. We cleared the brain up. And then you teach your teens to do something practical. 
So no matter what is going on, there's usually something practical you can do. And I'll give you, I'll give you a, um, a couple of ideas. So like the, you know, right now, while I'm recording, the situation is going on in Ukraine. And so, you know, a lot of people are very anxious about that. And what they can do that's practical is to send a donation to a reputable organization that will help with humanitarian aid because every dollar counts. So no matter what um, anxiety or you know, current event that you're feeling some concern about, there's usually an organization that has feet on the ground that is doing something to help. You know, it's like, you know Mr. Rogers said that you know, when he was a kid, um, that, that his mother would say when he was stressed about current events to look for the helpers. You know, that there's always somebody there to help. And that's that's the truth is there's always somebody feet on the ground in a situation and they always have financial needs. And sometimes there if it's a local thing, there are tangible needs too. like, you know, if there was a a local like a hurricane or, um, you know, forest fire or something like people who are displaced. They have tangible needs that that your teens could probably help with. And so you look for the organizations that are helping with that and uh, do some volunteering or some donations. And really, really, those things make a difference. And our brains do so much better if we're actually doing something rather than just sitting and stewing. Another very practical thing you can do is contact your elected officials. So if it's a national current event or an international current event that's of concern, write your elected officials. You know, we live in a democracy where our voice counts and generally our elected officials, you know, the president, the vice president, our senators, our uh, U.S. representatives, they are all... um, people who are in charge of listening to their constituents. And they have people on staff that count letters and phone calls and emails. And they know like, okay, if nobody ever contacts them about this certain current event, then it must not be important to their constituents. But if, you know, they get lots of emails or lots of phone calls or lots of snail mail about a current event, they go like, hmm, my constituents have real feelings on this. And they'll look at the the pros and the cons. And and so that it makes a difference. It literally makes a difference to contact your elected officials. And you don't have to, you know, tell your teens, they don't need to be subject matter experts. So they don't need to write a lot. They just need to say, this is how I feel about this situation. And it, it goes into the category of the constituents care. If they were looking for a subject matter expert, they would go look for a subject matter expert and it wouldn't be your, you or your team. They just wanna know who's voting you know, or who is going to vote when they turn 18. And those people care about this issue. So write your elected officials. If it's a state um, issue or a local issue, contact your local elected officials. So you've got, you know, the, the states, you've got your governors and your, your state senators and your state representatives, you've got local mayors, those things make a difference. You know, the, the, one of the things that's really um, cute is to watch local um, 
thing. So if usually if you follow the your social media, you'll find there's a channel that will broadcast like city council meetings and stuff. And you know, uh, recently our our local high school. Um, their their sports fields were um, in disrepair and they needed some funding for that. And so a bunch of the sports, the athletic kids and the, their coaches showed up to a town council meeting very politely. Um, and, and so they, when they had a chance to speak, they would say, hey, you know, I'm playing sports and I need a safe place to play sports. And, uh, and you know, the, having those young people's faces there, that really made a difference in how the elected officials there on the city council were thinking about those fields. And so, uh, you know, to watch that on um, my, my local network feed, you know, through my social media, I got to see, you know, the, the voice of people in action. So even if, if, you know, those teenagers had just sent a letter to their councilmen uh, at the local level, that would have made a difference. But if, you know, if your teen, your particular teen is really interested in a local thing, you know, um, to show up at a town council meeting just politely and just sit there and just be there and watch um, or to, to ask for some time to speak. And there's, you know, every uh, little town has its rules on how that will work, but just to, you know, have a 15 to 30 second, like this matters to me thing, like your elected officials care, this is a democracy and to empower your teens that there is something they can do um, is, is really a good, good gift that you can give them. It helps them manage their anxiety, and it helps them to feel empowered and to have an idea of how they can become active and useful citizens going forth. So hopefully that makes sense. So they pray, they breathe, they are aware of who's making money on their big emotions and then reel those emotions in and then do something practical like donations or volunteering or contact elected officials or all the above. And when you have teens who have something they can do about the feelings they have about current events, then you've got teens who are ready to take their place in society. Isn't that cool? You know, like why not give them the tools for a healthy adulthood now rather than just being jerked around and manipulated by noisy influencers and media branches that are just making money off your big emotions? Okay. All right. Well, th that those are the tools I am sharing with my clients and my local teens, and hopefully they will help your teens if they are feeling concerned about current events. All right. Well, that that is enough for today. So, you know, join our Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group and share some things that your teens are doing that are interesting and and the questions that they have. Like we have a, a, a lovely supportive group where you can you know, throw out questions and ideas and that we love to hear them and that all the seventh sisters love to, to share encouragement also. So it's a good place to, to join up. 
And you can also follow us on Pinterest. Um, that that is uh, like we got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of boards with lots and lots and lots and lots of ideas. And uh, we really, we love people to follow us there. And also, could you do us a favor and wherever you listen to your podcast, if you can leave some stars in a review that helps other people to find us. All right. So that's enough for today. And we will talk to you next week. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. And thank you to Seth Tillman for editing. We appreciate all the help that we get and all the encouragement that we get from all of our seven sisters. Talk to you next week.